Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with. Even if your company is generating a million dollars or more, the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's up, guys? Welcome into the Growing Green Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to an episode today here. Um, we are in Destin, Florida. Super excited to be coming to you today with a great new guest. Uh, it's not a new guest, returning guest. Brian Fullerton is here, poolside. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. The sun literally just peaked it, out. Like, as I said that. I've been shifting my chair, if you can't notice. like <laughs> Trying to get into it. It's it's wild. Like, it's a 60-degree um, environment down here, but the sun, when it's on, you yeah. feels instantly 10 degrees warmer. Yeah. And I like being warm. I like the sun. I love Florida. Especially love- this time of year. Oh, yeah. A- back at home, they're actually getting two inches of snow. The guys are out plowing as we speak. Um, getting the dispatch, you know, real time on the cell phone, which is really fun. Um it's kind of like a dream come true. I'm, yeah. I'm in the sun, and I got guys back at home. I feel like Troy Clark Jr. over here, like Sam <laughs> Sam Gamble. Like these guys are like industry titans to me, you know. And yeah. I'm like, and I'm always like, I'm have like a little little tiny business, but I'm like, one day we'll get there. But it's a step in the process. It's, man. it's a step in the right direction. Um, two years ago, I had not not been in the field for 15 plus years. Yeah. And out of the necessity, with how much stuff goes on with social media crap. Um, and zipping around the country, um, having kids, having kids, I, I had to get out of the field with the day to day. And I love it. I love cutting grass, laying stripes, uh, oogling over equipment as much or more than all of you guys, uh, believe it or not. But, um, it is a fun transition. It's been a good transition, but, uh, we're down here for what, another week, week and a half. And yeah. then, uh, I'm excited about getting back. We have a lot of stuff going on and, um, new equipment on order, trailers on order, trucks on order. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to get back to. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, it's a wild time of year. We're coming up on spring rush. This is actually part two of a talk we're continuing on. Box truck versus enclosed trailer. Uh, talk about dump trailers a little bit, utility. But it's a wild discussion right now. A lot of guys I've seen are buying trucks, trailers, equipment, like getting all this stuff geared up, ready to go for spring. Yeah, It's a big decision to make. You need to know what you're making. You need to be educated in that decision. So <clears throat> we just kind of want to run through. Part one is over on Fullerton Unfiltered podcast, correct? Yes, sir. Came out today, same time. Should be same time, same day. <laughs> so, uh, if you are listening, if this is part two, then you really can you could listen to this one and then go back and listen to part one. Part one will give you a lot more context. Go check that one out first, and then come back and just hit pause on this and then finish it. But um, yeah, I mean, where were we going? I, I want to kind of continue the conversation and really just hop right in, like get to the meat and potatoes. Well, we we talked about trucks, trailers, pushers. Isuzu's box trucks, utility trailers, dump trailers. Talk some snow, yeah. There, there's, there's so much that goes into figuring out that ideal trailer setup. And I love watching on YouTube. We've got a YouTube channel um, where we've done dozens and dozens of videos on like trailer setup videos. And I love watching them because it gives me inspiration and ideas about where do I want to take my company. Like the first thing I always suggest to people is figure out whoever whoever's your guy, yeah. whoever's your guru. Figure out his business. Figure out that business. And if you want to emulate that... Well, at least you have a roadmap. Yeah. You know, maybe you don't have one-on-one access with that guy, but you can follow him along on social or Instagram, or maybe you know they're active on Instagram and they can shoot some DMs back and forth. Most most people are, and most people are pretty helpful. Um, but you have to figure out, like like you said, number one, your matter. What's your business? What's your business model? What are you trying to do? And then backfill with equipment, people, customers. And so I love watching trailer setup videos. Um, 
you know, guys like Corey Ballard or Sam Gamble, um, there's, there's, you name one, you got to name them all. There's hundreds of great people out there that, that I've emulated my most recent trailer setup, the one we've had since about 2017, 2016. And so right now we're in the process of adding another truck and trailer setup, um, growing the company, adding another crew. I love what you were just sharing on our podcast two minutes ago about box trucks. I love the idea of box trucks. I love enclosed trailers for, for so many reasons that we were getting into. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so many options with you get with a box truck or a enclosed trailer. For me, we went box trucks. We talk about that a lot on the show. The enclosed is, is something. I, I, what is your. So the reason enclosed works for you is because of snowplow, correct? For the most part. Yeah, because if not, I'd probably honestly run all Azuzus. That's what I was about to say. So would you yeah. go. Would you go Azuzu versus if you didn't have to plow in the winter? If I didn't plow at all, I would probably have dump trucks and Azuzus, and we would not arguably have that many enclosed trailers laying around. Yeah. Um, I would have flatbed trucks. I'd have a completely like weird fleet of Frankenstein trucks yeah. that were very job specific. Like I'd have like an irrigation truck. I'd have a fertilizer like spray rig. Um, you know, like these very niche specific trucks. Mm-hmm. The the problem or also the opportunity, it's just what we're focusing on is commercial maintenance. So we have to uh, plow snow. We have to cut grass. I got to haul two or three mowers to a site and I got to be able to plow. Um, so we're just now getting into some medium sized commercial sites and hopefully large commercial sites where you need a dedicated machine on site, like a pusher, uh, a skid machine or a uh, front end loader, you know, from John Deere to cat. There's so many great options. And that's why I love watching Glacier Snow and um, all these different guys in the the Midwest and North North whatever you call it Midwest um, and the the Dakotas and whatnot in Minnesota Wisconsin these guys have really perfected this snow game you know so our struggle is we need trucks because we still are using plows but we also need to pull mowers we need trailers and there's just that was what we were talking about in show one it's like there's not really that happy medium and that's what kind of stinks so. For right now, yeah, I'm married to trucks and trailers. I still think they look awesome. There's a lot of upsides on both. And it's more expensive, but I think you are you have the most versatility, if that makes sense, in your fleet. Like, a, yeah. box, a box truck only would be a great, or a Zuzu would be great, but you can't plow with those. Correct. So it's like, it might be 20 or 30% more money, but it gives me maybe even 100% more opportunity, right? Because a whole other <laughs> season. Yeah, and also you have to look at box trucks. You have to look at it as like, when your box truck goes down, if that's what you got, your mow rig's down for the day, and that is that's, huge. That's like, true. Like when you got a when you when you're running a trailer setup, like you can go to U-Haul and rent a truck for a day if you have to, or, or a trailer, or yeah, or a trailer, like yep. either or. Yep. And so I guess you could rent a trailer if your box truck setup goes down, but then you're like, do I have a truck big enough to pull and all, and all that crap? Like you, a, I never thought about that. That's, a, that's another great. Oh, it's 100 percent true. Like mm-hmm. that that happened to us this year. We got caught down. Two times, I think we got caught with the box truck down. Just broke down. Yeah, just little, just little stuff, mm-hmm. and it was it would put us out a day or day or two days. So we'd have to hook my truck. I, I kept my original truck, and I have my personal truck. We'd hook the original truck up, and I still kept my utility trailer that I started with. Sure, that thing's invaluable to me. I could sell for two hundred dollars now. I mean, it's just hanging on by a thread, but it's invaluable to me. Like, sure. I would never get rid of it. Right. And because of that, like, just be able to throw stuff on it. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can run a mow rig on it if I have to. Yeah, our utility trailer has been a backup for us. Um, we have a third trailer now in order, but our utility trailer, uh, same thing. If the enclosed trailer is down for some reason or whatever, which we have contingencies on contingencies to make sure that thing is never down. Yeah. We, we are super preempt, uh, preventative maintenance on it. We have carry spare tires. 
we get it serviced annually. Um, you know, in the spring, it's it's a as long as there's nothing catastrophic, like yeah. we, we get t-boned. You know, it it should be able to zip out the door. But uh, I never even really considered that with the. Uh, all the kids are looking at us in the window right now. Hey. Kirby's hanging out. We need to do the uh, obligatory, like when Zeke gets on uh, yeah. the Kid Contractor podcast, or uh, Levi, and they go, hey. Would Amy get mad if she came out here and had to go back in? Yeah, she yeah. she would love to be in the pool. Nothing more than to be in the pool now. So we'll see if we get there. The uh, The clouds are kind of a little overcast today, which kind of stinks poolside, but what are you going to do? But it's heated, though. This is the first place we've ever been. We've, we were talking about that. Like, the first house we've actually rented that had a heated pool. <laughs> I think we pay for the heat every time. Yeah, every time. And no pool's ever and been it's heated. it's never actually been heated the right way. Yeah. If you, if you guys are a 60, 70-degree pool person, shoot me a DM. And if you're an 80 or bust person, let me know. Because yeah. I am a, I need the pool to be at 80. I, <laughs> if you want a hot tub. I, I can't do 60-degree pools. People go, oh, it's refreshing. No, that's called a, a cold plunge. Okay? Yeah. I'm not a cold plunge, oh, we're going to the We're going to the neighborhood pool, by the way, and doing a cold plunge. I mean, there's no way that's yeah, happening. No, you, we're doing it. You couldn't pay me $50,000 into a cold plunge. <laughs> Literally, no, I'll, we're doing 60 it. 60 seconds, couldn't care less. Liz already signed you up. Not happening. Literally, I will send somebody a liaison no. in my... I will this fly Jake be- Meisner up here. Jake Meisner loves his cold plunge. He's got <laughs> he's got the plunge. He's got the the neon sign. Have you seen his Instagram? Uh-uh. He, it's like his Instagram is like the cold plunge dude or something. Really, like that. bro? He's all in. He's like, oh, it helps me with my anxiety and my stress. And he's he's totally drinking the cool aid. He is the pool. <laughs> totally drinking the cool aid. <laughs> he is the pool, not the pool. The uh, the cold, cold plunge, plunge enthusiast. Guru. He is um he is totally that guy. No, and, we're uh, going. We're going. That's you, fine. You bro. and Caleb are doing it. You can you can live in the land of make believe. <laughs> Disney's not that far away. You can <laughs> there's no way. I hate the cold, bro. Why do you think I'm in Florida? I'm not I'm not vacationing right now to uh do a cold plunge to, to Toronto again. No way. Um back to trailers, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can stay in my enclosed trailer and stay warm in the winter. And, can, uh, yeah. And stay out of the sun and the heat in the in the summer because we got some shade. But another benefit to those is we I think you I heard you talk about this on the webinar was you can actually like fix lunch in there you can eat lunch in there like dude there's a lot of versatility to get you out of the weather like if you get a 30 minute passing shower yeah go chill in the box there, there's like, guys that i've seen have um solar panels yep. i've seen guys with microwaves with, with inverters with, in there yeah inverters i that's above my pay grade but i'm sure it's not that hard to wire up um there's guys now as you as you know they're doing battery yeah. you know so they have um the, the pick their brand from steel to crest to whoever They'll uh, have their, um, you know, power wall on the on the side of it. They'll have a plug on the exterior that once they pull it into the shop, they they plug it in and all their batteries juice up overnight, which is wild, wild to think about. I literally just got done with my uh, pole barn, and I have um, a 240 on one side and another 240 up front, knowing that long term, I'm probably going to have mowers or trailers. Yeah. They're going to get charged up um, just because all of the hands tool stuff is going EV. Uh, or whatever you got to call it, electric, yeah. so or battery. But, yeah, that um, people have, like, their picnic tables that they slide out, the little collapsible, like, card tables. Mm-hmm. You know, get four folding chairs. If you're if you're a landscape hardscape crew. Oh, and you're on the site for, yeah. You could just literally stay on site for yeah. 10 hours a day. Yeah. Um, for most of us with the Mo crews, it's, you know, there's a little Jimmy John's or eatery down the road. I'm running through a drive-thru or something. Yeah, so, like, you know, maybe it doesn't always time perfectly at noon, but maybe at 11 or 1, we'll, we'll you know, after we finish a large site or something, we'll go get firehouse sobs or something like that. So uh, we don't really have a table or anything like that in our current trailer, but um, it, it's There's, all it's yeah. all these things you can really add. It's The you, weather's huge, though. Being it, like, those 30-minute yeah. showers where you don't want to end the day. Yeah. But, like, you're disgusting. You don't want to go sit in the truck for 30 minutes. Like, you can just go sit on the mower. Like, yep. take a nap. I mean, you can go rest. It, it's one of those things, like, you 
the, again, I love the idea of utility trailer. <clears throat> I love the idea of a dump trailer. It, dump trailers can have its own podcast show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's its own its own thing. Uh, those are freaking awesome. I mean, yeah. everybody who gets one says, I wish I would have got it five years sooner. If you do any landscaping, you have to have a dump trailer. Yeah. I, I, Hands I, down. We, we don't have one just yet. We have our dump insert. Yeah. And if I if I could use my imagination and say, my gosh, like if I had twice the space or three times the space yeah. as our dump insert, I totally get it. Like, And I'm sure we'll pick up one here pretty soon because we're getting in more into more landscaping, pruning, mulching, all this stuff. So we do need all that mess to haul stuff away. Um, but really quick, I, I, my new trailer that we have on order, <clears throat> we have a, um, eight and a half by 20 sure track on order right now. Yeah. Dude, it's ridiculous. Like they're not cheap first off. So of all the pros and all the singing praises about enclosed trailers and where it's at from what you talked about on our show with vehicle wraps and signage and theft, you, and, shoot, man, what are you giving for a new, uh, you want to know, dude, it's, it's way more than I ever thought. Like 15 more than that. No way. Well, I went all in. I, this is, this is like. The trailer I bought is the same uh, kind of tier as that, like Atlas, what Sam would get, or Brightview would get. Yeah, like the big ones. You got like tall ceilings. Uh, it's normal height on the Sure Track, but okay. other brands you normally should or could upgrade. Yeah, I think you could even upgrade more on the Sure Track. What is it, eight and a half? Um, I, it's eight. eight and a half wide, uh, twenty deep. We got the five K axle, so ten K axles. 10,000, yeah. Um, we've got the extended tongue, the cabinets, the bench. I got e-track zip through the wheel wells, yep, you know, yep. the, the whole middle. If you guys uh, are, are ordering a trailer like that, a sure track or pick, pick your brand, see if they can mount D rings at least. Yeah. Um, but if not the e-track the whole way down, it is 10 times easier, Jeremiah, to have that stuff installed from them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Buy it. And like, guys, oh my say- gosh. Don't worry about putting. Don't don't do, do not it. waste your time putting that crap in. Pay somebody five hundred bucks. Liz and I did let that. Them have it put in. Liz and I did that as a couple. <clears throat> as a couple, um, zipping holes in the floor. Oh my goodness! I had to get underneath on. You know, you got six inches of clearance. Yeah. Dude, it, it, besides probably getting divorced, <laughs> it <laughs> was next closest thing. Eighty degrees out, I'm dripping yeah. sweat. You know, it's just it's or so, thirty and freezing like that too. Uh, we didn't have a shop or anything like yeah. that back then, um, but we got e track the whole way down. Um, they they have more robust sidewalls now. They they close up the spacing so it's even more rigid. Um, lighting, LED lighting all over the place, uh, interior and in the cabinet. Is there electrical? By chance, like you got plugs or anything? I don't think I have any plugs like that. I don't think they're there That's yet. Probably an aftermarket. Yeah, um, no, no trailer racks um, from the brand that they use. Uh, I opted off because we're going to put our equipment defender ones in there. Yeah, but uh, all in, I think it was like twenty one. Holy! <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, and I told the lady, I said uh, we might finance this thing just to keep some cash yeah. on hand, just because I've been spending a gob lately. Yeah. Um, and she goes, well, rates aren't the best right now. I go, yeah, I know, six and seven. She goes, try 11s. Oh. I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. That So I got to call my credit union yeah. once we get back home. Um, yeah, find something better than that. I was like, I'll do five, six, seven. You can get your doing, own money for that. Yeah. I, I, frankly, I we could come up with some extra money, but I'm not yeah. spending 11, 12% money. There's no, no, no way. No, 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 no. If you guys are listening in, I try to get something down four, five, six, sevens. Today's market, I know that's a tough question. That's solid, though. You get four, five, six, sevens today. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're, you're my doing truck okay. is six. Yeah happy with it yeah like, i think our new truck was six six and a half yeah um that's about the best you're gonna get right now and yeah. unless rates come down but all in t- well dude that's just the trailer right but then i got <laughs> that's say i got sir i got crazy. <laughs> dude i know i got 1500 in trailer racks um another two I, I was curious what you were spending on your uh box truck for wrapping oh easy two grand if you're wrapping i'm thinking two to four two thousand to four, yeah two grand for decals four grand for a wrap we might just wrap it um uh, that's still out for debate. What color is it? Red. It's red yeah. with uh, the chrome, you know, uh, accents and stuff yeah. like that. But 
it's not it's not uh, it's not cheap but here's the deal this is what i said on that webinar with mark it's a rolling billboard oh yeah when that thing's parked inside a subdivision for six eight ten twelve hours a day or or parked inside of uh some large commercial site you know roadside and uh, people are driving by all day Dude, that's a $4,000 banner just going down the road forever. Yeah. Like, look at what you would pay for a, literally, do your research. Call up a billboard company. It's 10 grand. What would you pay for a billboard company to have? And you're in one location. Yeah, most, that's it. most are 10 grand, and it's like for a week or two. It's barely in for a month. Because my brother Adam used to buy them with uh, the old company he worked with. Really? Yeah. So he, he told me some rates and stuff like that. Um, the major thoroughfares back at home. Yeah. He's like, how much do you think for that one? I got, dude, I don't know. Like all those new LED ones. Yeah. They're not the switchers cheap. and stuff. Yeah. They're, they're not cheap. So um, again, I, I'm not here to convince anybody <laughs> on getting an enclosed trailer. Uh, but if you guys are looking There's for no, it, we're yeah. just trying to make this a, a fun resource for you guys on this one. You have to have, I mean, you, it, it is well worth the investment. You have to, you have to make the investment early on in your company. It's not going to be easy. It's not like that's a that's a gob of money to give, and that's why like there's so many tangents you go in off of this. Like this is why you raise your rates. This is why you know your numbers. This is why you make sales. Like all of the, because it costs money to do business. Yep, we're in it to make money, not to lose money. And so, I feel like too many guys are losing money. It's kind of scary, but I think that there's a big shift in the industry this year. Know your numbers has been kind of the hot topic the last two. I think we're really getting into like. I heard you say that on your other show on Monday. Yeah, Monday I, or Tuesday. I think whatever, that's what it's been. Like it's it's been no your numbers, no your numbers. Now it's like let's really like dissect numbers. Let's really get into it. Like really, really know them. Have you dropped the news on what you you're graduating to? No, we haven't even done that yet. Another show for another time. For yeah, you. we'll do that maybe next week. But it's we'll we'll probably do a whole show on that. Me, you, and Caleb. We could, yeah. I um, love that. That would be a fun talk. Yeah. Fan this phantom business, this phantom gray area, this guessing game yeah. needs to go. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, it's it's got it. We have, and it's our job to like help people get through that. Yeah, myself like, included. I, like I'm feeling like that's a calling. Like we have to, we have to fix that. Th- this this trailer, I feel more comfortable purchasing it than I ever have before, based on what we're working with software wise and some uh, some other great uh, coaching and help and mentorship. Um, which I'm really excited about cracking that egg open. If we do get the time, I, yeah, that could be a good two hour podcast. Yeah, yeah. That we'll do a fireside chat because those are always the most casual ones. Yeah. Um, but you have to spend money to make money, Jeremiah. You know yeah. how it goes. And like it's not easy spending what we're about to, me and you're both about to spend on this crap. A lot. Like it's a it's a gob. Yep. Like it's not easy. And we're cutting grass mainly. Mm-hmm. But you have to like you have to. If you want to actually grow, you look, have to make the investments where it's necessary. Look, man, we went to Publix the other day and our grocery oh, bill was four hundred dollars. We've, we've been on vacation for four days and we're thousand dollars deep. Hundred dollars. Yeah. So anybody that thinks that they're just gonna take the uh their foot off the gas and your life is gonna get more cheap, I guess, or, or less expensive. I don't care if Trump gets in office or not, or pick your guy. Dude, life is expensive, it's always gonna be expensive. You are gonna be tasked with growth. If you really wanna succeed, profit, make money. You have to know your numbers. You have to make investments. I'm talking to myself, by yeah. the way. So that's that's what we're excited about doing. Um, we're we're rolling the dice. We're excited about growth. And um, hey, it's always about growing. That's the right. Growing Green Landscape Podcast, right? That's right, man. That's, that's right. You put the grow in growing green. That's right. Well, there's your <laughs> tease, guys. A lot more content coming to you here in the next little while. We love bringing out shows three times a week. It's always an honor to have guests like you on, Brian. Where can they find you if they want to hear more from you and hear part one of this talk? Yeah, man. Appreciate the time. Uh, Fullerton Unfiltered Podcast is where you guys can find the podcast. Uh, YouTube, at Brian's Law Maintenance. And then uh, if you guys ever need training, documents, um, contracts, postcard designs, employee handbooks, and so much more, we have those at launchpreneuracademy.com, which has been a uh, 
just a tremendous resource for the industry. And we're really sincerely trying to help people elevate uh, you know, their professionalism in the industry. So if you guys are putting out commercial bids and contracts or lawn agreements and you're struggling with that stuff, go to launchpreneuracademy.com. We've got a bunch of resources there for you guys. And uh, by the way, I think promo po- code podcast does save you 10%. So punch that in and uh, save some money along the way as well. But yeah, dude, thanks so much for uh, having me on the show. And uh, don't forget to check out part one of this yeah. uh, on the Fullerton Unfiltered podcast, uh, where we're just a little bit more casual, breaking the ice, and got into some tail end uh, conversation with Jeremiah and uh, Box Trucks, which was really fun. It was really uh, insightful. Yeah, man. Super good show. Go check it out, Fullerton Unfiltered. We look forward to catching up with everybody here on the next one. It's an honor to come to you, like I said, three times a week. So thanks, guys. We'll catch you here on the next one. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green podcast. It is an honor to have you listening, and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops.